Peace be with you. I am Dr. Kent Gallagher, and I am the university provost. I am pleased to welcome you to Lubbock Christian University's 67th opening chapel service. If you're one of our returning students, welcome home. If you're one of our new students, welcome home. In fact, if you're one of our new freshmen or one of our transfer students, will you please stand so that we can recognize you? We will begin this morning with a period of worship. This period of worship and reflection will first be led by Dr. Philip Camp, professor of music and director of choirs. He will lead us in two songs. One of them will be, Come Thou, O Mighty King. This song has been sung during our opening chapel service every year since the university's founding as an invitation for God to join us and to be at work among us on this campus during the new school year. Following our worship and song, student body president, Mr. Robert Cantu, will read, will read to us, <laughs> will read to us from the book of Romans. I like him too. Will read from us from the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 1 through 18. This passage has likewise been read aloud at the beginning of each school year as a reminder of our unity and diversity and of the transforming work that God can accomplish in each of our lives. Dr. Camp. Let's be standing, please, as we sing together. Come, thou mighty King, help us thy name to sing. Help us to praise, Father. Success, Spirit of Holiness, on us descend. O Lord our God, to Thee the highest praises be, and evermore Thy sovereign majesty may Glory, 
the King of kings. Glory, glory, glory to the King of kings. And Lord, we lift up your name with hearts full, hearts full of praise. So be, be exalted, O Lord my God, Hosanna in the highest. And Lord, we lift up your name with hearts full, hearts full of praise. So be exalted, O Lord my God, Hosanna in the highest. Let's remain standing for the scripture reading. Sorry, so sorry. Let me change the translation. Okay. <laughs> okay. A reading from God's Word, Romans 12, 1 through 18. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, but what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them, if prophecy in proportion to our faith. If service in our, in our serving, the one who teaches is in, it, in his teaching. The one who exhorts is in his exhortation. The one who con- contributes is generosity. The one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be genuine. Arbor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. And bless those and bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. You may be seated. Lubbock Christian University was founded in 1957 by members of the Churches of Christ who came together to establish a Christian university on the South Plains 
that will prepare and equip students for lives of Christian service. 67 years later, LCU remains a place not just of higher learning, but a place of transformation. Our mission statement says it well. Lubbock Christian University is a Christ-centered academic community of learners, transforming the hearts, minds, and hands of students for lives of purpose and service. More succinctly, this community strives to transform our students so that you, you can take part in the redemption and transformation of your world. For our new students, let me speak to you for just a little bit today. This community is composed of women and men who have dedicated their professional lives to your success. Our faculty, our coaches, our administrators, our dedicated staff members, they are here for you. These people are your people. They will educate you. They will inform your faith. They will equip you for lives of meaning and purpose. LCU is no ordinary university. You are part of an academic community that is extraordinary in its dedication to student success. As the chief academic officer, I want you all to know that in a very real sense, you represent the collective life work, life's work of all of us that are here on the stage today. We are investing our lives in your success. Lubbock Christian is also part of the larger academy. The concept of the academy has its origins in Plato's school of philosophy, which was founded in 385 B.C. in academia, which was a shrine, a sanctuary to Athena, the Greek goddess of wisdom. From that time to the present age, the academy, that which is the global community of scholars, has sought to define truth, and expand the limits of human knowledge and understanding. Students, some of you may participate in the academy only briefly, and that during your college years. Others of you, like members of our faculty, may devote much of your adult life to the pursuit of knowledge and wisdom and truth. In either case, this morning, I want you to know that you are part of an ancient tradition that is both noble and virtuous. I enjoin you to take it seriously and to wring the most out of this experience that you possibly can. The pursuit of knowledge and wisdom is precious. Solomon writes about it in Proverbs 4. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. Get wisdom, though it cost all you have. Get understanding. Cherish her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. Our faculty, our faculty will be your guides in this great pursuit. These women and men have dedicated have been educated at some of the finest universities in our country. They choose to be here, at this place, at this time, because they have received a calling to be salt and light in your life. They are scholars, and they are expert teachers. 
and they are prepared to share with you the deep mysteries of their disciplines. However, you need to understand that they are not your peers. But the relationships that you build with them have the power to change you, and their influence can last your entire lifetime. You see, although they are not your peers, they stand ready to become something much more powerful and important in your life. They stand ready to become your mentors. I'm not an alumnus of this university, but I am a product of Christ-centered education. And I can tell you that the most important mentors in my own life, outside of my personal family, my, my biological family, were the men and women that shaped me at a Christ-centered university very much like this one. If you are open to it, if your heart is open to it, I am confident that you will encounter someone on our faculty that God can use to change your life in powerful ways. Our faculty will mentor you in their discipline. They will mentor you in faith. And they will mentor you in life. And they will help you to become the person that God intended for you to be from the very beginning. Now I'm going to ask the members of the Council of Deans to introduce their faculties. We will hear from Dr. Jeff Carey, Professor of Christian History and Theology and Dean of the Alfred and Patricia Smith College of Bible. Dr. Stacy Patty, Professor of Religion and Ethics, Dean of the J.E. and Eileen Hancock College of Liberal Arts and of the J.E. and I.E. Maybe Foundation Honors College. Dr. Toby Rogers, Professor of Exercise and Sports Science and Dean of the Ward Lane College of Professional Studies. Mr. Tracy Mack, Professor of Business Administration and Dean of the School of Business. Dr. David Boyer, Professor of Education, Dean of the School of Education and Dr. Olga Pahom. Associate Professor of Linguistics and Cultural Studies and Associate Dean of the J.E. and I.E. Maybe Foundation Honors College. Dr. Carey, will you help us begin? My name is Jeff Carey. I serve as the Dean of the Alfred and Patricia Smith College of Biblical Studies. Would the faculty from the College of Biblical Studies please stand and be recognized? In the Hancock College of Liberal Arts, we welcome this year a new faculty member, Professor Amy Miles, with a graduate degree from Hardin-Simmons University. Amy will teach English. <laughs> Amy is a member of the Department of Humanities. Will the Department of Humanities faculty please rise and be recognized? Will the Department of Communication and Fine Arts please rise and be recognized? And will the Department of Behavioral Sciences and Graduate Counseling please rise and be recognized? It is my privilege to introduce the faculty of the B. Ward Lane College of Professional Studies. I will begin with a new faculty member. 
Dr. Brandon Ricks will serve this year as an assistant professor of exercise science in the Department of Exercise and Sports Sciences. He is an LCU alumnus and most recently received his Doctor of Physical Therapy from Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center. Please welcome Dr. Brandon Ricks. Would the faculty in the Department of Chemistry and Biochemistry please stand and be recognized? Would the faculty in the Department of Exercise and Sports Sciences please stand and be recognized? Would the faculty in the Department of Mathematics please stand and be recognized? Would the faculty in the Department of Natural Sciences please stand? Would the faculty in the Department of Nursing please stand? And would the faculty in the Department of Social Work and Criminal Justice please stand? It is my privilege to uh, present to you the faculty of the LCU School of Business. But before I do that, there has been one change to our faculty during the summer. Haley Burton has finished her doctorate and is now known as Dr. Haley Burton. Please help me congratulate her. And will the rest of the LCU School of Business faculty please stand and be recognized. The School of Education invites you to recognize two of our newest teammates. Don Cox comes to us with a master's degree from Lamar University. She will serve in our elementary education division. And Connor Bryant returns to Little Christian University and he's a few weeks away from defending his dissertation at Texas Tech. He will join our secondary ed area. And I'd ask the rest of the graduate and undergraduate education team to rise and be recognized. The Honors College serves students in all academic areas and provides them with challenging and provocative courses, seminars with an interdisciplinary emphasis, and occasions for cultural enrichment. Will all the faculty who are teaching in the Honors College this year please stand and be recognized. There is one other group of faculty members that uh, span the entire university and frankly, we can't be a university without them. Uh, I'd like to recognize our library faculty. If you would please rise and, and be recognized. I have the pleasure this morning of introducing our university president. Uh, I have known him longer than all of you have been alive. Uh, I can testify to you that he is an extraordinary man. Our president is mighty in the word of God. He boldly proclaims the good news of Jesus. 
He cherishes relationships and he pays close attention to whoever God places in his path. He is serious about our mission as a Christian, Christ-centered university. And you guys, our students, are always at the very forefront of his mind. I am pleased to introduce to you this morning the seventh president of Lubbock Christian University, Dr. Scott McDowell. Thank you, Dr. Gallagher. Be very careful then how you live, how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the most of every opportunity. He's determined the time set for them and the exact places where they should live. He did this so that people would seek after him and find him, though he is not far from every one of us. We have a tremendous opportunity in front of us. We want to take advantage of that opportunity. Dr. Gallagher so eloquently spoke about the opportunities to connect with your faculty. And I would challenge you along those lines. I have two, just two challenges as I think about a charge to you this morning. One is to find a good mentor. And our faculty are here, our staff are here because they want to help you become the person God created you to be. And the advice I always give about finding mentors is find someone that you like the way their life looks and then try to get as close to them as possible. And I would, I would hold up these folks on the stage and these folks that are scattered around campus and challenge you to find a mentor. And then I think about the fact that that passage from Paul's speech on the Areopagus on Mars Hill where he said that God has determined the time set for each of us in the exact places where we should live. We are not here by accident. Dr. Gallagher introduced me as the seventh president. The first was F.W. Maddox, then Dr. Joe Hacker, then Dr. Harvey Pruitt, then Dr. Stephen Lemley, who's right over here. Dr. Lemley, would you rise? Could we recognize you? Then Dr. Ten, Ken Jones, and then Dr. Tim Perrin, and now me. <laughs> I kind of think it's a neat thing to stand up here in our regalia. I, it's, it's kind of a cool thing to have the presidential bling. <laughs> if you don't know it, my name's on here, along with those six others. But what you probably also do not know is that there's a blank one right above my name. They wanted to be symmetrical, I'm sure, but they've got the spot already reserved for president number eight. And I share that with you because I recognize for each one of us, while he has determined the time set for us, the time is limited. That's why I began with that text from Ephesians 5 where Paul challenges us to make the most of every opportunity. Make the most of every opportunity. You are not here by accident, but I challenge you to make the most of every opportunity. Our mission, 
I think we have that slide. Robert, if you were counting on the slide earlier, I don't know if I should count on this slide or not. There it is. Let's stand together and recite our mission. Lubbock Christian University is a Christ-centered academic community of learners transforming the hearts, minds, and hands of students for lives of purpose and service. You can be seated. Find a mentor. Challenge number one, charge number one, charge number two. Head toward the center. This is a Christ-centered academic community of learners. Jesus is alive and well on this campus. He's embodied in the values of the faculty and staff. And you're going to meet him on this campus. And I would challenge you to make the most of every opportunity to get as close to the center as you possibly can. Head toward Jesus. You will be rewarded if you do. One of the truly wonderful things about education uh, and a life in education is the rhythm that it imposes on your life. Uh, you, you all have been in school a long time now, and you, you're familiar with the rhythms, these cycles of beginnings and endings, where every semester, every year is a clean slate, where you control what is written, where you control how it turns out especially for those of you that are starting new to college. What an amazing time. You, you're stepping into this beautiful period of becoming where you will become the person that you will be for the rest of your life. So my charge this morning as your provost is, three, is threefold. Number one, be brave. Capitalize on your opportunity to write a new chapter in your life story. Be brave. Break old habits that have stolen your joy in the past. Step boldly toward the future that you want for yourself. Be brave. Tamp down fear. I bet you that there are a few people in here who are anxious about something. The beginning, every time there's a new beginning, there's anxiety that comes with it. Fight that fear. Be brave. Be courageous. Look past the fears that have held you back in the past. For some of you, that means an opportunity to reinvent yourself, to be somebody new. Be brave. Become the person that you believe God wants you to be. Number two, be humble. You may think you know who you are, but the truth is you're entering a period of time in your life where you're going to become the person that you will be for the rest of your life. People you're sitting next to you right now, you may think they have it figured out. They don't. Be humble. Recognize that you don't have it figured out. Be humble. As our president has mentioned, look for mentors. There are people in this community that want to love you and help you through this period of time in your life. Look for mentors. Find people as the president said, someone who has the kind of life that you admire. Not the, not, not, not the success, 
Not the house, not the car, but the peace, the purpose, the meaning, the joy. Find somebody who's living that kind of life and attach yourself to them. The people on this stage, I guarantee you, we want to help you find that peace and joy, joyful and meaningful life. Be humble. Determine to try and submit every aspect of your life to God. And commit to build your adult identity on the person of Jesus Christ. I'll say that again. Be humble and commit to build your adult identity on the person of Jesus Christ. I've lived a long time. And I've lived completely diametrically opposed to God. And I have lived as close as I can get to God. And I can tell you that the latter is a lot better than the former. And I'll make a promise to you this morning that if you give God every aspect of your life, you don't hold anything back. He'll give you the kind of life you can't imagine that other people will look at in wonder and amazement. So be brave and be humble. Number three, be open. This is a diverse room. And diversity is a word that has become way, way too politicized in our country. But the truth is, our God is the God of the nations. The truth is that our God is the God of every race of man. The truth is that when we stand in glory, all of us together before the throne of God, there will be people there from every race and nature, nation of mankind. So be open. Be open to forming meaningful relationships with people that don't look like you, who don't have your family of origin, who has a story different than your own. Be open to relationships that can lead to empathy, and empathy that leads to understanding, and understanding that builds a godly community on this campus. If we can't be a reflection of what heaven should be like, I I don't know who can. So my charge to you this year, whether you are new or you're returning, is to be brave, to be humble, and to be open. I now invite Dr. Don Williams, Professor Emeritus of Communication and Theater, to pray a blessing over our campus community. Following the prayer... Dr. Philip Camp will come back to lead us in the singing of the alma mater. Dr. Williams. Would you pray with me, please? Our Father, we come this morning to pledge ourselves to make this year a year of service to honor you, to create a community that proclaims the gift of your Son a community challenging each other to show love and service in honor of you, our Father. Each of us needs to recall our past blessings, which you have given us in our life, and which these blessings should remind us of your presence in our lives, and these blessings enable us to embrace the future with hope. This morning, as we begin a new semester, we realize that we have a new beginning, whether student, staff, faculty, or administrator. 
I pray your blessing on each of us in our respective roles. Bless us, Father, with the ability to perceive in every situation that which is most excellent, most important. Bless us with health and insights that allow us to perform at our highest level. Bless us, Father, with the courage to remain steadfast in our faith. And bless us, Father, with the strength to complete the challenges we will face this year. Thank you, Father, for your love, for the opportunities you have given us to serve, and we set before you this year our dedication to you in service. In Christ we pray. Amen. Let's be standing, please, as we sing the alma mater. Hail to our old love, a Christian modern pioneers. May his blessings rest upon you always through the years. Ties of friendship, love unbounded, colors white and blue. Christian will be true to you. Hail to thee, alma mater. Love a Christian grace. Born to give the light of knowledge set on rolling plains. Learning character citizenship with Christianity. Oh, beloved, love a Christian will remember thee. As Chief Academic Officer, I am pleased to declare the 67th academic year at Lubbock Christian University to be in session. You are dismissed. Go with God. <laughs>